I'm Damian Bulwa. Today on Fifth Admission, the Oakland A's now have one foot in the Bay Area and one foot in Las Vegas. After years of negotiating with Oakland on a plan for a new waterfront ballpark, the team this week dropped a sudden bombshell. The A's have entered into a deal to buy a property just off the Las Vegas Strip, where they hope to build a 35,000-seat stadium and throw out the first pitch in 2027. The dramatic development emerged late Wednesday after A's president Dave Caval and team owner John Fisher, he the heir to the Gap Empire, called Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao to let her know. And with that, Oakland's hopes seemed to be dashed. The city had been working with the A's on a $1 billion, privately financed, 35,000-seat ballpark at Howard Terminal. The idea was to create a multi-billion dollar housing and commercial development, essentially a whole new neighborhood on the Bay. Many A's fans are crushed. The team currently has the worst record in baseball and the lowest attendance in the league, and now the A's elephant mascot may have to be replaced with a lame duck. My guest to talk about all of this is Tim Kawakami. He's a longtime sports writer in the Bay Area, currently the editor-in-chief of Bay Area Coverage for The Athletic. Tim, thank you so much for joining me. Good to be on. Yeah, they're, they're getting us with these late-night drops. So that, that, that came a little bit... Uh... They try to scurry it off and think in, in the darkness, but uh, it, it got a major reaction no matter what. They say in Las Vegas, the only person you need permission from is yourself. But this is not a totally done deal for the A's, right? Uh, what's the latest on the potential move? Well, I mean, there's a little figure of $500 million I think they're looking for coming from state of Nevada, coming from the legislature. Uh, this is a lot of money. <laughs> this is not nothing. John Fisher isn't doing this on his own. That was part of the uh, ideal situation at Howard Terminal is that they, you know, pretty much was going to self-fund it with various other entities and loans. And the debate was what the infrastructure costs and can you build the retail and the housing at the same time as you build the, the stadium because he needed that money to build the stadium. In Las Vegas, I think largely they're going to build a stadium and he still needs $500 million. So he would have to fund a lot of it himself. But, you know, this is a state that paid $750 million to the Raiders for them to come, loan them at, or at very, very nice interest rates. I mean, I know there's a lot of money in Las Vegas. I don't know that it's endless. So we shall see. I think this is now the likeliest way this goes. But John Fisher and Dave Cavill haven't like hit gold everywhere they've been. We know how many failed efforts they've had in the Bay Area, Fremont, San Jose, trying to do Howard Terminal, looking at the Coliseum. I think Las Vegas is where this is likely that ends up. It seems to be where MLB wants them to be. That's a big, 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 big part of this, as even Cavill said in some interviews, that they're going to be phased out. They were phased out of revenue sharing not long ago. Then they were phased back into revenue sharing. They, it will come to an end at some point if they do not have a stadium deal. I think that was the, the big cleaver over their head. Their solution to that is Las Vegas. So we'll see. I believe that's where they're going to end up. But we know there's a lot of pitfalls. And that $500 million, can they get that $500 million? That just doesn't come out of nowhere. That has to be approved. And without it, John Fisher's not building a stadium in Las Vegas or anywhere. So to be clear, they have a land deal. They have a, an agreement. But they don't have a deal for actually the financing around the stadium. No. And John Fisher is not one to just say, like, some of these stadiums we've seen where the owner just says, I'm going to pay for it. Like overruns, like this is not even including overruns. Joe Lacob did that with the arena in San Francisco. Like this is going to happen. He needed all kinds of approvals from the city government in San Francisco. We know that's not easy, but at some extent, he just said, we're paying for this. Whatever we got to do, we're going to do. 
This has not been John Fisher's mode of operation, certainly not in the Bay Area, certainly not with the city of Oakland. There have been concerns on both sides about each other with Fisher and Oakland. I don't know whether Las Vegas can completely look away from those concerns. What happens if there are overruns? What happens if there are delays? What happens if John Fisher does not come up with the money that you thought he was going to come up with? I think it's easier to get past those in Las Vegas. That's why this this land deal is happening. That's why we're seeing the flurry of statements going back and forth between the A's and the city of Oakland and Oakland saying, you know, basically negotiations are over. I think there were negotiations just a little while ago, but I had heard since, say, December, as Libby Schaaf was being termed out, there was a new mayor coming in. The A's had pretty much lost faith that they could get a deal done. They believed it had to be done in Libby Schaaf administration. We know that she was the number one kind of politician leading the way for them to get the Howard Terminal deal. When she was termed out, I think a lot of the momentum ended, and John Fisher just started looking towards Las Vegas to see if he can cut a deal. And that is, I don't think it's a beautiful deal. I don't think it's a perfect deal. We know it's not a finished deal, but that's the deal that's on the table for him now. Okay, Tim, when a team moves away from a city, and obviously we know that Oakland is on the brink of losing its third team, the the reaction is that this is a terrible thing for the city. But should it be seen in that lens as necessarily a bad thing for the A's to move? It's bad for the fans in Oakland. I mean, it was the same thing when the, when the Raiders moved out of the Bay Area and then the Warriors moved out of Oakland to San Francisco. It's part of a city identity. It's part of kids going to games with their parents. It's all those things. You understand that. But I don't think it's a terrible thing for the city of Oakland not to trust John Fisher and not to get into any kind of deal that he wanted. This is a massive undertaking that they wanted to do in Howard Terminal. You don't want to have questions. You don't want to have loose ends. You don't want to have all, we think we can pay for this $322 million, but we're not 100% sure exactly how that's going to work. We think the tax base that is going to be generated by these retail will pay for, but we don't really know who was going to be responsible for that. Who was going to be, at the end of the day, who was going to have to write the check? And I don't fault city government for saying we can't get on the hook for this. They got on the hook for redoing the Coliseum for Al Davis when he came back, and it messed up that stadium. Maybe the original sin here. It messed up that stadium for the A's. Now, John Fisher, sure, and Lou Wolf, sure, had a lot to do with souring that place. Sure, didn't fix it up. Sure, gave fans every reason to stop caring. But I don't blame city officials for saying this thing hasn't worked out with another team in the past. Let's make sure every line and every dollar and every detail is kosher, is settled, is fixed in our minds. And I don't think they could ever get John Fisher in a room to say this is exactly, you know, they could get David Cavill. They could get all the other lawyers. They couldn't get John Fisher in the room to say, look us in the eye, sign something that makes us feel good. And so this happens somewhere else, not there. Again, city of Oakland is tough to deal with. I don't think anyone is doubting that. It's part of the reason why these teams are leaving. But I can't say this is the politician's fault when we know that John Fisher is a hard guy to deal with. When you know the A's announced that they're going to be at Laney College not that long ago. That was the that was it. That's the deal. They didn't have a land deal. They didn't even have a land deal. And they announced Laney College. That blew up when the city college district turns him down. When you get blown away by a city college district, you probably don't have everything lined up. You're probably not going to get it done in a very difficult situation. We know it's a difficult real estate situation now. 
So we'll see if Las Vegas, they can cut the corners, they can jump over some things, can have fewer barriers there. That does tend to be the process in, in Nevada, but it's still up in the air. Is that the big what if for you, the Laney College site? For those that don't know, this was a, a plan that was was talked about before the Howard Terminal site as you're driving in downtown Oakland. I still look over, Tim, and, and say, boy, that looks like a pretty good ballpark site. But is that the big what if for maybe where this went off the rails? I know it is for certain people in an MLB and certain people at the A's underneath John Fisher. I'll put it this way. Yes, I do the same thing. I look it over there because that would have been a hell of a spot connected to downtown because they wanted the downtown. So that's why they're not looking at the Coliseum. It's not connected to downtown. You wouldn't have people walking to it from dinner, hotels, businesses. You would have that at Laney College. But more to the point, if you can't line it up to the point where you can take care of a of a city college site if you can't have that set up before you announce that that's where your stadium is going to be that's where everything the future of this franchise is going to be after this long march through the desert to try to forget where you're going to be you can't just say we have this site this is where we're going to be it would not have cost that much money in comparison to everything else we're talking about here a one billion dollar project at howard terminal if you can't line that up, you probably can't line up a real stadium. You certainly can't line up Howard Terminal, which is not just a stadium, by the way. You know, obviously, all this other retail, all these other buildings, all these other mixed-use places, all these streets that have to be built, all this construction that would be going simultaneously to building a stadium, which by itself is not easy. If you can't get a Laney College situation just set up just for the conversation and not have it blow up in your face a couple weeks later... You're probably not getting it done in Oakland. All right, Tim, I have a few more questions for you. But first, let's take a quick break on Fifth and Mission. We'll be right back. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Welcome back to Fifth Admission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined by Tim Kawakami. He's the editor-in-chief of Bay Area Coverage for The Athletic. And we're talking about the A's making a first big move toward Las Vegas. Tim, I want to ask you about Las Vegas. Is it a baseball town? Why is it attractive to the A's? I don't think it's a baseball town. It's attractive because I think they can tap into some public money. We'll see. I have heard that the public money might be getting tighter there after all that they paid out to the Raiders. We'll see. It's lesser population than the Bay Area. It's a lesser TV market. It's just the available money there. You know, it's been talked about as a major expansion site for MLB, but MLB has kind of stepped aside and said, A's, if you want it, it's yours, which probably leads me to believe that MLB wasn't that excited about it as a expansion site. It does. It feels like a nighttime event place, right? Not necessarily daytime baseball. I think they would have some issues with the heat or just people getting to the yard in, in the heat. They have an issue of where they're going to play to begin with while the new stadium is built. If it is indeed funded, are they going to play the AAA stadium, which is nice, but has less than 10,000 seats. It's not major league. I, I had heard this for a few weeks now that the A's are definitely going to, you know, maybe even announce for Las Vegas. But the a, a big question is where are they going to play in the meantime? This is 2027. If things all go well, 2026, 27, 28, 29, might have to play the Coliseum. And that, that's a little sketchy. Las Vegas has been great for the hockey. The first team that went in, there's excitement for an expansion team. It's done very well. 
It's been very good for the Raiders, kind of a destination touristy thing, you know, beautiful stadium. It's only, you know, eight or nine home dates a year. 81 home dates for baseball. We'll see. I don't think it's a great one. I think MLB just kind of throwing his arms up and saying we can't get it done in Oakland. We need this settled. They want it settled before the new expansion. They're going to have two expansion teams, probably not in Oakland. It's kind of a make-do. It's not like the greatest situation, but it's the one that's available to them. Better than, say, Portland. I don't think Portland ever was really in the picture. It just doesn't have the setup for it. Vegas at least has the money for it. They can get that $500 million. They'll do this. I think it's a better NBA, frankly, expansion site. I think it will be an NBA expansion site. Then the A's are going to get pretty crowded out. Like they, they, you know, they didn't love the crowded situation in the Bay Area. They're going to get pretty crowded in Las Vegas, too. Yeah, I was wondering about the gimmicks at the new Las Vegas stadium. Gambling? I don't think we'll have a, a lazy river in left field, but what about gambling? They could do that, I think. I mean, you know, there, there's more gambling in all the leagues now. They have on-site gambling. I believe it, a few uh, basketball arenas, they have them. It's popping up here and there as states approve it. Certainly it's approved in, in Las Vegas. I don't know that, you know, the Golden Knights hockey team has not made gambling a big part of it. They want It's like more like a show. You know, the Vegas sports are more a presentation, you know, lights and all these, you know, things to appease you, even if you're not really even watching the game. Maybe it'll be more of that for the A's. I don't know. I don't think they've got all this money to throw at the stadium, though. I think they're going to be making it pretty bare bones because John Fisher is not digging into his pocket for $200 million extra. He might pay for $500 million of it, but he's not going to pay for like the greatest baseball stadium in the history of the world. Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders is very nice. I've not been there. I've heard only good things about it. They put some money into it. I don't know that they're going to have this with the A's. Baseball games are not necessarily vacation destinations. I don't know that this is going to be very successful. Nothing that John Fisher has done with the A's has been very successful. So maybe that's part of my skepticism is that how does a team that draws the lowest fan attendance in baseball, that perpetually cheaps out on players, that is the worst team in baseball by a large margin right now. How is that team for sure going to draw fans for 81 dates in a new place when you're competing with a lot of other sports and you're competing with the casinos? I think that's a large question mark. It's what you get when you get John Fisher. I imagine the Las Vegas authorities are understanding that. This is not the strongest owner in the world, but that's what they want. If that's how they get an ML team, maybe that's the price you pay. You've covered teams coming and going. I mean, the A's are not originally from Oakland. The Giants aren't originally from San Francisco. These teams break our heart. I mean, where does this fit into the history of sports? I think this it's because of the long journey this has taken. This is 30 years, really, maybe even more that the A's have been grumbling about the Coliseum. This is also you know, a conversation about the state of Oakland. It's a conversation about where the money is in the Bay Area. It's a conversation about the Giants' preeminence in the Bay Area. I think that's, again, been part of it. They've gobbled up the sponsorship deals. They've gobbled up so many things with that new stadium and just, frankly, have a larger fan base. It's sad. It's mostly sad, I think, that Oakland had three teams that it followed very well and supported strongly that won. A's won championships. A's have been good in the recent past. It's sad for, for that part of it. It's sad that. There should be enough money to do this. It's sad because there's definitely enough of a fan base to do it. But when you have weak ownership, without much vision, without a much sense of the community, and not willing to put up much of its own money to try to make it work, 
this this is just a failure, a failure in, in every way. But you can't, you know, decide. The fans can't decide who owns the team. John Fisher bought the A's. I think he wanted to move to San Jose. That's one of the you know, initial things that he wanted to do it was blocked by the Giants territory rights. And once that happened, I think this was kind of inevitable. So don't think it's a shock. I don't think it's like, the, you know, the Dodgers and Giants leaving Brooklyn and, and New York to move to the West Coast or the Colts moving Baltimore in the middle of the night to go to it. This, this is more it's been a creeping kind of thing. But I know there's a lot of diehard A's fans who will never forget this and will, will never forgive John Fisher for doing this. Maybe they get an expansion team in some future date. I don't think that would happen real soon. I think the Bay Area can support it, but I wouldn't look for it right away. And let's see how they do with this deal. They might still be playing in, in Oakland for a while. And, and let's see how the A's do in Las Vegas if they make this move. I don't think it's going to be a reward success. Tim Kawakami, thank you so much. You got it. Anytime. Thanks to my guest today. He's Tim Kawakami. He's the editor-in-chief of Bay Area Coverage at The Athletic. Thanks also to King Kaufman for producing this episode. And thank you for listening.